0: focus on relationship building obviously prospecting number one but number two once you prospect build relationships and when you hear no just think not right now continue to work on that relationship trust is trust is earned it's not given
1: welcome to the insurance producers podcast where we bring you the top personalized producers insurance agents, and industry partners giving you at least three takeaways to 10x your production and build your multi-million dollar revenue books. So sit back, relax, and become inspired by the success stories and strategies of the world's top insurance minds. Let's roll. Welcome back everybody. My name is Cyrus Jaffrey, your host at the Insurance Producers Podcast. Um man, this is a special episode for me because my good friend, um, I'd call him a mentor, um uh Chris Paradiso. Welcome, man.
0: Appreciate you having me.
1: Absolutely. It's glad to have you. Um and 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 I think most everybody in the industry knows you, Chris. Uh, I think you're almost I like blind. Say I think people think (laughs) I wouldn't say. So if you don't mind, man, just a quick 30 second, like just a little bit about you. How long have you been in the industry for some people that don't know, which I'm crazy that they don't know you. Tell us just quickly a little bit about you, man, 30 second thing, and we'll kind of dive into into accountability, which is our topic today.
0: Agency based in a small town of 11,800 people in a small town in New England, doing things very differently. Not that I'm that I do that it's just kind of my lifestyle and you're gonna hear a little bit about that about accountability um, and yes we we have a niche but we also do personal lines and commercial lines been doing it for roughly about 24 years now and uh, we have shat under what,
1: about 76 people inside of our agency now that's amazing that's amazing um, Thank you Chris and uh, for for people that don't know Chris um, I mean Chris has, is widely known as one of the one of the leaders of the industry. So I think you guys are going to be in for a pretty good ride for the next 20, 30 minutes. So on our topic today- You know what they don't a- know, Cyrus? Yeah.
0: They say leader in the industry, but also a leader in failure. Because what comes with that, chances, comes a lot of
1: failure. So
0: I can guarantee you I'm leading in that too.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I guess people that have had a lot of success have failed. because That's the only way they've got it figured out, I guess, right? Um. Yeah. Talk, so, Chris, let's go. Let's go. Um. Let's talk about accountability. So, uh, let's kind of go back to, uh why accountability? First of all, because I think people have to understand why first, and then and then implementing some of those things for us.
0: Why are we even talking about accountability? Why? Because it's the most critical aspect in our lives to either have a successful personal life, which Without a successful personal life, you will never have a successful business life as a producer, as a business owner. So, accountability is something that was taught to me at a very early age. But coming into the industry, insurance industry, not the PNC industry, um, accountability was everything at New York Life, and my insurance career has implemented a baseline of that accountability that started in life insurance and. Understandably saying, one of the first things I was told is, you know, you have less than 1% chance on being here in one year. Mm-hmm. You have about a 3% chance of making it three years. Very few people will survive the life insurance industry. P and C is not far behind that. The numbers mm-hmm. are astounding where producers fail all the time and
1: fail often. So yeah. that's why we're here talking about accountability. Yeah, I think one of, um, I would assume that one of the biggest reasons producers maybe fail is accountability. It's got to be one of the reasons because they just don't. It's the number one
0: reason, and I I don't have statistics to prove it. I can just tell you with speaking enough agents, uh, and talking to enough agents, speaking at enough events, and talking to people that you know, accountability is critical, and you know people want to do what they want to do, and that's not true accountability. True accountability is doing what you don't want to do in order mm-hmm. to achieve it for the destination you want to get to. Yeah. So I, I I would argue with anybody, I don't have statistics, just from living my life and talking with so many people. Accountability
1: is the reason why uh,
0: yeah. producers fail.
1: Yeah. So let's go back to when you were with the life. some live people listen to this, captive people listen to this, independent agents. Um, when you were at New York Life, um, is that where you learned about accountability? Because they kept you accountable? Like where did this all journey kind of start and what are some things they did back in the day?
0: What they did, all they did was reinforce that my grandfather, um, who came to this country and the journey was almost a year uh to get to this country. Wanna talk about accountability? Hmm. Uh, he taught me accountability. It just resonated both for my grandfather and my father once I started in life insurance and they Basically said, here is your calendar and this is how you're going to do things. Very similar to the military in the sense okay, this is prospecting. You're going to make 35 phone calls during this. Mm-hmm. Very detail orientated. And, you know, in the insurance space, I would highly recommend if you're a producer to make sure you have your hours that you're going to work. I, I don't even care if you tell me I can be a successful producer at 20 hours a week. I would argue there are successful agents at 20 hours a week. But what they do really well is that 20 hours is very honed in. And that every single minute is detailed. Talk about accountability. You can get Mm -hmm. to where you want to get to if you hone in on your accountability. So New York Life taught me a lot about the insurance aspect of accountability. So Monday nights were infamous from 6 to 9. We did not, they call it dial and smile, baby. Mm -hmm. As you're dialing, you better be smiling. Right? That was just one aspect. That was the one aspect that they said, you are to set 15 appointments for next week during that three hours and you don't have to make another call. If you don't, what do you have? Three hours on Tuesday, three hours on Mm -hmm. Wednesday. Why? Because they knew in order to have success, We needed 15 appointments. Of those 15, five are going to cancel. Mm -hmm. Several Mm -hmm. of those five, which two to three on an average, are going to reschedule. The other two to three, they're going to fall off. So -hmm. that gives you 10 opportunities. Of those 10 opportunities, there could be, and most likely at least one of them, possibly two that you're going to meet with that can't, they're not the decision makers. Mm -hmm. So you have eight shots at goal. We know that on those eight, you're going to take four applicants, applications. And of those four, you're only going to close two and
1: close, Mm -hmm.
0: closing two. So we knew 15 equal two. And that was the goal. You need to close two accounts every single week. And the numbers were simple. The calls were simple. We knew we had to make X amount of calls, which was we needed to make a minimum of to, if there were cold calls, 250, if you're a good cold caller and scheduler, you're going to schedule, you're going to have to make 250 phone calls. If you're an average, we knew it was somewhere around 400. And if you were poor, mm-hmm. it was somewhere around 500. They they schedule. they listened to the calls. They told us, this is where you're at. Mm-hmm. You need to make 500. You're not that good of a cold call. 500, that's 100 every single day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So... The accountability was simple. It was broken down per step, per hour of during your day. You knew you were done with your day when you accomplished what you had had to get done.
1: Let's let's dive a little a little deeper there. So um, of all that experience, which is incredible for you to learn that right. Just coming right in. I mean, that sets you up for. I would assume that's a part of what what made you so successful from then on moving forward. So, what are some things that you implemented then when you came on the property casualty side? From that experience
0: where do we dive into do we want to talk, talk about minor steps you want to talk about major steps let's do minor let's do okay. minor first so minor steps right off the bat schedule your day hmm. you have to schedule your day your day needs to be scheduled down to what what time are you prospecting okay i'm prospecting from 9 to eleven thirty. okay prospecting from 9 Eleven thirty. Okay, I had to have detailed out where was I going because during the nice months I wanted to hit the street. I did really well Mm -hmm. when I walked into a business and said, "Hey, I'm Chris Paradiso. Just just out here knocking on doors, and this is what I do." So I knew that if I got to thirty businesses in this mile to mile and a half where I could walk, I knew I could schedule a minimum of three appointments. Right. So what Mm -hmm. did I do? I wanted to make sure that I had scheduled out from nine to 1130 in this town. And I was going to go in the afternoon and schedule because I didn't want to make cold calls. So during the winter months, what did I do? I didn't have to make as many phone calls because what I what I was doing was making sure I had enough contacts that I was calling the people I've already walked into. Mm. Right. So. Mm scheduling that out is absolutely critical. It is something minor, right? But you can't do it the day you're doing it. You have to schedule it out a week in advance. And then what I would do is if I I would schedule two, I learned from one week, I did better when I scheduled two weeks. And then what I did is I said, you know what, I'm going to call. Hey, I'm going to be out in your area. Is it okay if I just stop in and introduce myself? I'd like to drop off a business card. They say yes. And the goal was, is can I get yeses? And what I did is, okay, every day I need to get 10 yeses. And that was a part of my goal. Hey, I'm going to be in your area. So it's scheduled out for two weeks. From the Mm. time I knocked on doors, what I then did and I said, hey, I found a massive success when I sat down with people. But in the beginning, you're struggling. You don't have a lot of money. I'm going to locate people in a certain area where I could go for a grinder where it's only going to cost me you know, 12 to $15 for lunch, but I'm going to take the guy or the lady to lunch that I wanted. That was my prospect, right? Mm-hmm. So I started adding those in there. Those were the little details to mm-hmm. scheduling my day. What I would tell you in today, because remember when I started email, wasn't what it is today. Mm-hmm. Don't let emails run your day. Schedule your time out. If you are prospecting from nine to 11 and that's cold calling, don't you dare look at your emails. Mm-hmm. So schedule your day out and don't let emails run your day. Hmm. So, that, so that, yeah. that That was tiny for me. It, it's, the email thing has come into my life where, hey, I'm only looking at emails at certain times of the day. I am not going to let them run my day. Scheduling your day out,
1: period. Is that is that still the case? Do you still, still schedule? Case. Still the case. Still Good the case. for you. Good for you. Um so let's go to the major one then. I know we just talked about the minor
0: couple yeah. major ones. All in between, because if you okay. want actionable, what'd you say, Cyrus? We, I want to give the people listening actionable things so that. Absolutely. Remember one thing on action. You only have 72 hours to take action or else you have less than a half of 1% that you'll actually implement anything we're talking about. So you got 72 hours to, to yeah. implement. The major, major, major thing you can do, and it's not that major, it's major to your career, but it's not major where it's going to cost you any money at all if you do it right. Mm -hmm. An accountability coach. What's an accountability coach? Um, How don't I pay for an accountability coach? Number one, this is my brand new book for next year, 2024, Living Your Best Year Ever. You can't really see it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a black leather bound book by uh, Darren Hardy. Yeah. This is my week's scheduler. This is my workbook. And I can tell you every single year for years that I have of my schedule and what it, what that schedule does. And if you're, if you get really good at this thing, really, I'd say focused and, and really understanding being present, I go back and I research my most successful weeks and I try to mirror what, what I did. Mm. Because the proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. If, you know, Darren Hardy says that if you think it, you got to ink it. Mm-hmm. It is the most common thing. Don't forget, Darren Hardy did become a millionaire at age 19. Why? Because at the age 17, he wrote down by the age 19, I want to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And by the age 25, I want to have $50 million in revenue. And he did it because mm-hmm. he taught us a very valuable lesson. So an accountability coach, and I would tell you a very Good thing to use is living your best year ever. It's thirty nine dollars and ninety nine cents on Amazon. And find an accountability coach. And what is an accountability coach? Somebody you know that's going to challenge you, Cyrus. Somebody mm-hmm. you know is going to be truthful to you. Hey, Cyrus, you didn't eat well last last week. A part of your mm-hmm. goal, your fifty two week goal, is is to be down twelve pounds. Mm-hmm. And I am just challenging you right now, right? Because yeah. a good accountability coach is going to challenge you and say, Cyrus. Those are some poor choices. Those poor choices are going to derail, okay, mm-hmm. your journey. You're not going to get to the destination. And an accountability coach is going to help you get to the destination you're looking for. And that is a, a year's workbook. Um, but what what's also in that year's year's workbook, if you if you're really wise about it and you fill it out, the first fifty seven pages gets into habits and daily habits and all this other good stuff. But there's two pages that goes back and asks you all kinds of questions in the last 12 months. What's the largest risk Cyrus took in the last 12 months? And, it, and what it's doing is it's trying to challenge you. Was it big enough? Mm-hmm. Because remember, there's something called a man-made ceiling or a woman-made ceiling. And that ceiling is our mindset. If we are, I want to grow to write $100,000 a month. Well, that's a big number. Why don't, why isn't it a million dollars a month? Why Mm. isn't it $10 million a month? Because we, we cap ourselves. And inside of that, and, and and why it's massive is an accountability coach. You're going to have a call. It's 31 minutes per week, 15 for each of you, and an extra minute to chit chat. Mm -hmm. 31 minutes, calls done every single week. I do it on Zoom because personal responsibility face to face, me looking at Mm -hmm. Cyrus. You're less opt to fib. You're less op you know, at the end of the day, when you're fibbing, you're cheating yourself, right? Agreed. So Agreed. the accountability aspect, inside that accountability book, it has personal and business. Remember what mm-hmm. I said? You can't have a good business life if you don't have a good personal life. Yeah. So yeah. for example, um, inside of my accountability, I could share with you. One of them is I want to make sure I read a book a week.
1: A week? A week. Okay. And how does that divide it by seven days? Like what, like, um, two hours a day, one hour a day? Uh, what, how do you? I, I lot a
0: minimum. So how I do this is because, um, I'm so focused on working out physically yep. mm-hmm. that it's more important mentally. And why do I say that, Cyrus? You see all these people talking about fitness, fitness, fitness. The most important muscle Cyrus has is his brain. And when people challenge me, I take a step back and say, OK, I never wish this on anybody. And I'll knock on wood. Cyrus gets in a car accident today. He's paralyzed. Terrible, horrendous. But not got awful because he still has his mind.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I get in a car accident. I'm brain dead. Who's in worse shape? You. I am. And the most important muscle we think about mm-hmm. is all of our physical, our muscles and our, our mm-hmm. legs and our our biceps. We want to be tough, but we don't think about the most important muscle. Mm-hmm. That we have. So yeah. um, I allot a minimum of two hours audio book while I work out, which is a minimum of two hours. Audiobooks um I- I'm a little weird. I'm not mm-hmm. quite as weird as some <laughs> highly genius people who can listen to it at 3x. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm I, you know, I go through books very fast because I'm listening to them on 2x. Not that I want to get through the book. It's mm-hmm. what can I take from the book yes. and implement. So I actually have a section inside of my accountability where I jot down notes of what I take took away from that book and what what I need to implement and things mm-hmm. that I learned. So it's it's not about okay, I want to mow through this book.
1: Yeah. Hugely
0: important. Hugely yeah. important. If you want to. Be more, you have to become more. And the number one way you can do that is books. Because yeah. grandfather only finished third grade education. My father was the first mm-hmm. one to go to college. And he yeah. always talked about the most powerful thing you have is knowledge that you implement, not knowledge. Because people say, mm-hmm. knowledge can never be taken away from you. But what good is knowledge if we never take action or implement mm-hmm. So it sits yeah. in the head. It's in, It's yeah. invaluable
1: to take action. Chris, what, um, you said something about success and success means different for a lot of people, right? Like for, for me, I've got four things on my mirror when I'm brushing my teeth. And if I meet those four things and it's just one for those things, that's what success means to me. Like as, as an agency owner, as to some of the things that I do and three out of four of those are not work related. It's like I get to kiss my wife, which was which is which is one of them. I get to put a number down every day from my oldest daughter of how many days she has until she's eighteen and out of my house, which that tells me is like okay, did I do enough today to spend the quality time with them, right? And then there's there's two other ones as well. But 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 I know you mentioned this because your life at home has got to be right. So what should other people look at? Not just successful, like Chris Paradis. So he's got seventy six people, millions, all that stuff. What does success mean to you and what should success mean to producers that are in the game newer? I think, I think what
0: success means is you have to define your destination. Um, and what's, what's that destination look like? And I'm getting mm-hmm. a little cloudy on people and I'm doing that intentionally because some person may say six, I want to get to a hundred thousand dollars a year in commissions. Mm-hmm. That can be success to them. Not success in my life. Mm-hmm. But success to them, right? So why I'm cloudy is is because some people don't have kids. Some people aren't married. Some people mm-hmm. are married, don't want to have kids. Some mm-hmm. people are married and have six kids, right? So success needs to be defined by you. You got to write mm-hmm. what that is down. That is critical. Are you living an infinite life or are you living a finite life? Mm-hmm. And that's a whole different story, right? Okay. If you haven't studied that or haven't looked into that, I would challenge you. Simon Simic. Uh, wrote a great book called The Infinite Game. If you don't know the difference between a finite life and an infinite life, something I would highly recommend because Mm -hmm. how you're living your life is going to determine what your success really looks like. Mm -hmm. Is success really what you think success is? For example, I would have told you 20 years ago, success was being a millionaire. Mm -hmm. I will tell you now, money's not even in it. Mm -hmm. Nothing financial Mm -hmm. is in there. What's Mm -hmm. in there is, number one, am I the best dad I can possibly be Mm -hmm. to the two most precious things that God ever gave me, which Mm -hmm. are my kids? I am unapologetically going to focus on them first and foremost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is the most that six that's success to me. And and I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. It's not being the best husband. It's being the best dad. Right. So. That's number one. Of course I want to be a great husband. Of course I want to be a great business person. Mm -hmm. Those are all vitally important. But at the end of the day, Cyrus, if there was one thing that is at the top of success to to define, what would that be for you? Mm -hmm. You can't pick kissing your wife. Mm -hmm. Well, you can, but that's the only thing. You can only pick one of those four. What would that be? And I'm I'm not asking you to tell everybody. That's personal. But at the end yep. of the day, I can tell you, I always say, hey, because I, too, have four of them. Mm-hmm. But if you looked at it and said, Chris, everything can be taken away except one of those. those mm-hmm. stickers. Just don't touch my kids.
1: That's 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 massive. I, that, I want to go.
0: Why, right. Everybody talks that's, about your why. Yeah. Right? But yeah, a, 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 the, the most interesting concept you can think about question I would pose to you. Yeah. is your why has to be so powerful that you're willing to die for it. And here's a 30 second example. Mm-hmm. Cyrus, your, your building is burning. Let, let, let's start with me. My building is fine. Uh, you offer me $20 to, to, to save my kids. Uh, I'm sorry, to walk across a, a straight line on, um on a, on a, you know, on a real thin line and it's a hundred foot drop, but there's $20 on the other side. Could say there's a hundred dollars. I would tell you that's a little scary. It's it's on a dental floss of a string. You got to walk 40 feet, hundred yards down drop, probably going to die. Cyrus, you answered that question. And what would you cross that for $20? Me either. Now, if I change that, my, bur- my building is burning. My kids are on the other side. The only way I can save, the- I'm sorry, they're on the other side and I have to cross to save them. I remove the money out of it and I put my real why means mm-hmm. you're- you only have a why that you are so passionate about that you're willing to die for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's what success is to me. And I would challenge people to stop thinking of success. Mm-hmm. Um, in a really small, minute way, where mm-hmm. it's, I wanna make 15000 a month. Well, you can make $15,000 a month. I can show you that it starts with your home life. It starts with your mm-hmm. daily habits at home. It starts with running, working out, mm-hmm. lifting weights, reading books. It starts with spending time with your wife, making sure you're spending quality time with your kids, mm-hmm. not being home in your bedroom watching TV while the kids are upstairs watching their
1: TV. So yeah. Um no, I love the I love the analogy. I wanna I wanna ask you real quick on a on a day-to-day basis, uh, for a producer that is writing business today on the on the life insurance side or property casualty side, what would be a perfect day and how do you keep your team accountable as far as okay, they got eight hours. What is how is that broken down? Uh what's that look like for for you? And what would that look like for you, maybe when you're when you're when you were writing a lot of business like I and mean, what could some producers that are in it today, can take from it uh, and, and and potentially potentially implement. What would be good for producers? How number can they schedule one, their time? Yeah, number one,
0: you know, schedule your prospecting time. I don't care how good or how profitable and how big your book of business is. Your your future money is based on what prospecting. Mm-hmm. You're always selling yourself. So where are you best? I am best put it at conferences. Okay. So if, if if it's, if I want to write gyms, I go to gym conferences that gyms come from all around the country. If I can set up a booth there, spend money, what I can do is do serious damage because I know that I am going to get in front of owners or whether it's a chiropractors, right? Mm -hmm. I've been to chiropractor convention. Mm -hmm. You get in there and you prospect, prospect, prospect. So the number one thing uh, a producer has to do is focus on prospecting. Number one, Number two, I would say follow through on prospects. Mm -hmm. So once you get prospects, build relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, people treat relationships as Gary Vandercheck, his analogy was, it's like a 19-year-old guy trying to score on the first date. Mm -hmm. That's not how relationships are made. Mm -hmm. Relationships take time. So once you prospect and you find prospects, What you then have to do is build relationships. And the more prospecting you do, the more relationship you're doing, building you're doing, the less cold calling you're making.
1: Mm -hmm. So
0: I always wanted to try to get away from cold calls. So I knew that knocking on businesses was number one because there's only so many conferences. But I also know if I got to conferences, I would get there a day early for one reason. People are coming in, Mm -hmm. right? They're checking in hotels. You know what I did? I hung out at those hotels in the waiting rooms and I would listen. Listen to who's checking in. Oh, you're here for the conference. Yeah. Well, they always say that because you have the conference rate, right? It's nothing's changed in 15 years on conferences. Well, hey, I overheard, Cyrus, you were checking in for I'm Chris Purdy, so I'm setting up a booth. Great to meet you. Can't wait to, you know, get to know you a little bit. I'll be, you know, you know, are you free for dinner? Right? Figuring out a way to build relationships. So Prospecting, number one, following up with prospect and relationship building was number two. The third thing I would tell you um, is protect your time because as you grow, what we don't do as producers, we don't protect our time. We don't say no. We Mm -hmm. say yes to everything. We want to yes everything. It's the worst thing, probably one of the biggest hindrance in my business career. Mm -hmm. I want to say yes. I want to help. but. If you look at even the word selfish, selfish brings a negative mentality when we talk about it in society, but saying no makes us healthier, which makes the people around us healthier. So by saying no, yes, you are acting selfish, but you can't be the best husband or best wife if you don't protect your time. You can't be the best producer if you're spending time on Clients, or I, I we always separate customers and clients. Clients are people we want to spend time with. Customers, we are not. We are trying to find them out mm-hmm. of our agent. There's a huge difference. So we would try to protect our time. That would be number three. And it's probably the most overlooked and under-talked about um, aspect um, Love it. in the insurance space. Got You got to protect your time.
1: Yeah. Very cool. And so I think a couple of things you, you mentioned earlier um man this is this is great chris i i think everybody is obviously uh learning quite a bit from this i i want to so when you have a producer that potentially potentially come on right what yes. are some expectations that a newer producer coming into your office like okay what does that expectation look like of like what are they gonna do on a daily basis like what's that look like for you so our focus is it's a three-prong attack number
0: one our focus, you want to have a successful week, you need 25 X dates every single week. Hmm. So what does that mean? You better be prospecting. 25 um, X dates, that could be 10 businesses. It could be 25, but we don't rank monoline businesses. So in most cases, it's roughly 11 prospects max. Um, yeah. That's going to get us 25 X dates. We get those 25 X dates, we're building our prospecting system. Hmm. That is critical. Number two, Whether you like it or not, you are going to make a minimum of 100 cold calls a week. Hmm. Why? We have to get used to rejection.
1: Is that the best, best communicate? I know people are like, oh, cold car have died. I mean, and I know, I don't know the answer. I have simply proved that it is. But is cold calling the best way to prospect today?
0: It would all depend on who you're asking. Because the best way is everybody's going to answer that different. Um, Mm. Do I think it's the best way for Chris Paradiso? No. But for a brand new producer or somebody that's been one, two years into it, the the issue in property and casualty, most producers let fear run their everyday life. Mm. They don't ask for referrals. They're scared. Mm -hmm. They're afraid. I know people are going to say, no, I ask for, it. no, you don't. Most people, unfortunately, do not ask for referrals. Mm-hmm. We hound the fact you can stop cold calling, which nobody likes doing mm-hmm. when you become so efficient and, and so spot on with the way you mm-hmm. can get, um, referrals. Cause referrals are the key to this industry. Number one, mm-hmm. you want to survive? You have to get referrals but the problem is what i've seen in the property and casualty industry including in my own agency that my two largest producers and they make a garbage ton of money they're masterful
1: masterful at asking for referrals hmm. so it's masterful. okay so you either make a hundred calls or you make 10 you're calls and making, generate the same
0: you're you're making calls
1: you, you're making you calls are, no
0: matter what for the first year, you are gonna be at a hundred calls. That that is the minimum, a hundred calls. Because we have to get used to hearing no. Mm-hmm. No just means not right now. Mm-hmm. Now granted there's people that we say, you know what, I would never want to do business with this person. So they're done. But mm-hmm. no just means not right now. Okay, persistence, 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 right? You know, it's um if we don't hear no and and, and teach our mind on how to respond to that. Are you ever going to be a good producer? Mm-hmm. Producers okay. hear no all the time, mm-hmm. right? We have mm-hmm. to get here. We got to get used to hearing no, but Cyrus, I don't hear no. I just hear not right now. Mm-hmm. It's just not the right time today, Chris. Yeah. So you're still making those hundred calls.
1: Yeah. Interesting. And, and the wrong. other
0: aspect, the third aspect, vitally important. You are going to go out. On a minimum of two calls per week with one of our, what we would say, I, I don't call, him, I call him a seasoned producer, but mm-hmm. a more successful producer, because I want you to learn from from the best of the best mm-hmm. in the environment. You can't learn. We do some training. We do some, you know, some simulation and some cold calling mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, and, but at the end of the day, the best training you can do is going out with a producer, Spending two to three hours as they as they do masterfully, they build relationships they they do some mirror and when they with the way the client sits, they sit. so there's a lot of little techniques to get people in the comfort zone. but the most important aspect my my two top guys, how they ask for referrals, and two of them go at it very different. One on the first appointment, which he deals with hundred thousand dollar accounts and larger. He's prospecting in the sense he's sitting down with you, Cyrus. He's gathering information. He's being a technician right now. Mm -hmm. At the end of that, he then goes into basically a 20 minute, tries to get you in a 20 minute conversation about your life, your kids, your family, what you like to do, things of that sort. Then he goes in and asks for a referral before you've ever even done business with him. You know why? Brian will tell you if Cyrus gives me referrals. And in a lot of cases, do you mind calling? Would you mind calling Cyrus, your brother right now and just letting them know I'm going to call? If they call or if they give that, there's a 90% chance when I come back with a price, Cyrus is going to do business with me, whether I'm more expensive or not. Hmm. You already trust me. If you're going to give me a referral before I ever did business with you, very different. I have another gentleman, Stephen. He waits until he closes the deal. I changed my technique. I used to be that way. I, I, I go after it. I'm I'm more aggressive now. And I gotta tell mm-hmm. you, um, some people say, Well that's 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 kinda crazy, but you know what? Mm-hmm. Albert Einstein was crazy. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk has to be a little crazy. He's changed the world. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates, I everybody who's changed the world's a little crazy. So mm-hmm. get a little crazy, try it. Try both sides. But if you don't ask for referrals, you will not remain Well, you probably can remain a producer. You're just never going to make any real money.
1: I love it. I love it. Um, i got to ask you, what's your uh, day-to-day kind of look like? And then the second question to that is, um, this podcast used to be Win the Day, and it has a component to it. What is one thing that you do on a daily basis? that is basically going to translate into you saying one day?
0: Two hours of running with two hours of audio book while I work out. It's not always running. Sometimes I'll run for an hour and I lift weights and push-ups and sit-ups and sprints and hills and I'm big with rucks and stuff like that. So two hours of physical fitness with two hours of audio book. Um, But it doesn't stop there. Per, every day every, every there's day no such, there's no such thing as a day off i don't believe in cool. days off i know some people are going to say chris you're a little Thanks. wacky think that way no there do, when you take a day you either go forward or you go backwards there's no such thing as you staying even
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i don't believe in days off i'm never going to take a day off of of making sure this mind gets the right nutrition and this body doesn't you know, they, the body and the mind needs the right nutrition.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Along with that, there is one sub prior to me doing that. I spend 20 to 40 minutes um uh breathing and meditation every day, mm-hmm. every day, every day. Yeah. And I've been doing most,
1: a lot of research on that. It's huge.
0: Most um most days I'm doing two to three times a day. But it's a minimum and the app on my phone mandates me and it tells me if I'm going to miss a day and if, and if I get, you know, where I'm not in my, because usually start my day every day at 3.30. So, I'm, you know, I wake up and I go right into separating right in the meditation, medit- mm. breathing exercises, then into my meditation. And then I jump in my hot tub for seven minutes and then I, I, because it loosens the muscles up. Now I'm, now I'm rolling and now I'm on the road. Uh, usually start off with a, uh, an hour run minimally, um, and I got to have my audio book. That's 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 that, those are daily habits that have to. If they don't take place, Chris
1: doesn't win. Chris doesn't win. I love it. I was just listening to a podcast. They talked about how meditation, it is so important. And this guy that did it for two two times a day, and he did that for for, for a year, and he said it was like a hundred pound of like weight was off like my body and my mind it was like no you're question. just so much more clear about what i want to do what i want to accomplish and what kind of what i what i what i exactly want to do i kind of had an idea um i need to get more into that man that's great advice the one
0: thing i would tell producers they should do is write down um if they before i go to bed i do this um it's it's a newer habit i say newer within the last year I write down what I won at today. What was mm-hmm. a win for me today? Mm-hmm. But most importantly, what I write down is what do I want to win at tomorrow? When you go Ooh. to bed, writing that down, when you wake up, mm-hmm. you are focused on that. So the first thing mm-hmm. I do is it's tiny little sheet that just I pick up and I yeah. know exactly what I want to win at today. So all day that mind sits on that. And then what do I do? I write down the win and I do it the next day. So Accomplished that picked up that from... Um, Sean Whalen, who is Lions okay. Not Sheep. Um, I'm a part cool. of his coaching program and um, been doing that for many months now. And it's, it's, vital. Yeah. I, I would, that was that, I wish I knew that when I was just starting off as cool. a producer.
1: Are you saying this is like, okay, like, for example, like we, we do a lot of PNC. So for me, for my producers or me, it would be basically like, oh, John Doe. I got to close John Doe tomorrow. Like that's my win tomorrow. Cause it's been, I've been following up and I haven't, yeah. that's what you mean. yeah.
0: Yeah, cool. exactly. It's that simple. Because what are you doing cool. when you write that down and you go to bed? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's the last thing you think about. And the first mm-hmm. thing that's sitting right on your bureau when you wake mm-hmm. up, You, your mind is the most
1: powerful thing you have. By far. That's cool. Well, Chris, um, uh-huh. any last couple of things for producers across the country in the insurance world?
0: You know, focus on relationship building, obviously prospecting number one, but Number yep. two, once you prospect build relationships and when you hear no just yep. think not right now continue to work on that relationship trust is trust is earned it's not given yeah uh, and Thanks. the last thing the last piece you have to have to do face your fears look in the mirror hmm. if you have that fear do it anyways ask for the referrals referrals will make your life much more prosperous in the business career and a heck of a lot easier.
1: I love it. We got to end on that one, man, because that's, uh, that's, that's, that's Chris. for you. man, appreciate you. Thanks for being on. And uh, we're going to have to have you on again, man. Appreciate it. Thank you.